I'm Heidi Harris. Welcome to the Heidi Harris Show podcast. I do this Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. You can find them at iTunes, also at HeidiHarris.com. And you can join me for my live local show at 670 AM KMZQ weekdays, 9 to 10 AM in Las Vegas. So you've got options here. You can listen to the podcast whenever you listen to my live show in the morning, 9 to 10. All right. A couple of things this morning. I saw an interesting article from Esquire magazine and the author actually said his name is Dave Holmes. He said, okay, now I actually do want to take your guns. I guess we could have the same old tired argument about gun control, but what these people on the left do not get and will not understand about guns is that society has changed. Yes, society has become more violent in a lot of ways. Well, it's not true of all societies. I mean, throughout history, people have been violent. People have been evil. People have been out to get each other. In most of the world, still to this day, there are many people who honestly don't know if they're going to live to the end of the day. They don't know if they're going to starve to death. They don't know if they're going to be shot by some crazy gang or somebody who hates them, somebody from a different tribe or whatnot. They honestly don't know if they're going to be victimized before the end of the day. So it's not that evil is worse or violence is worse. We don't always hear about all of these things because, of course, CNN doesn't have outlets in every place in the world. But what's worse in America is the coarsening of our culture, and I don't think most people can argue with that. But nobody wants to talk about the disintegration of the family. It used to be better in America, certainly, because people cared about their kids. They were home with their kids. Our kids were more equipped to be adults. Now, the latest from Houston is that the shooter shot a young lady in the face to the point where he rendered her unrecognizable. And it sounds like it's just because she wouldn't go out with him. He'd asked her out, asked her out, asked her out, pestered her, pestered her, pestered her to the point where she finally embarrassed him in front of the class and said, cut it out. Well, gee, I've embarrassed people in front of other people when it had to happen. I don't understand why we have a group of kids nowadays, or certainly a lot of kids, who can't seem to handle rejection or bullying or being picked on. They're weaker than they used to be. I'm telling you what, we got a lot of parents raising kids who are snowflakes. And I know that phrase is overused and I kind of really don't like it myself too much. I'm just sick of hearing it. But bottom line, we have kids who can't handle anything. We've got kids, think about this. When is the last time you saw a kid on the playground who had a skinned knee? I'm serious. When I was a kid, you were always falling off the monkey bars or, you know, playing in the desert. You always had a skin knee. Remember those commercials they used to have about how the band-aids would stick on your knees and things like that? My gosh, I can't remember the last time I saw a kid who had a band-aid on. This is how crazy it is. Kids aren't really getting rough and tumble anymore. They're sitting in their house playing video games, which of course does not help their social skills or their coping skills or anything else, but they're quiet, so the parents are happy. And of course, there are reports that this kid, like most mass shooters, was watching a lot of video games. Now, I don't know that video games necessarily cause you to become a mass shooter, but I think if you're already geared in that direction where you don't have the social skills or there's something in life that you're not getting, that it's easy to retreat into the world of video games, which is a world of unreality. Now, I also don't know how much this kid may have been watching porn or if he'd ever watched it at all. I don't really know the details on that. But a lot of these kids nowadays and a lot of adults nowadays are watching so much porn that they think they're entitled to access to a woman's body whenever they want to. 
You know, I'm no prude. Lord knows I've seen it, but that's not the point. The point is it damages people because it gives you a weird perception of what sex is supposed to be like. Women are not supposed to just be waiting around available 24 hours a day for a guy who doesn't have to do one thing, not bring her flowers, not buy her dinner, not do anything, not romance her, not care about her needs or her feelings. This is how women are supposed to be. That's the world of porn. That's the part of it that's so damaging. And young men grow up believing that this is how women are supposed to be. When a woman rejects them, a real live girl rejects them, now they can't handle it. I mean, there are guys who will say, you know, you ask 100 women out, maybe one or two will go out with you. And it's the law of averages, right? I've had actually had a guy say that to me years ago. We were having a discussion about that. And he said, yeah, you know, it's like people who hit home runs. You got to hit a million, uh, you know, fouls before you hit a home run. Okay, maybe you get lucky and the girl goes out with you. But you can't handle it because a girl says no. My gosh, if every guy shot up a school because the girl he wanted to go out with said no, can you imagine what the numbers would be? But once again... How many kids in that school, in the Santa Fe High School, how many kids in that school have asked a girl out and been rejected? Probably hundreds of them. And yet they didn't shoot up the school because clearly they had the coping mechanisms to handle it. The kid was already weird. Coming to school with a black trench coat on, I'm sorry, I would tell my kids you can't wear that to school. What is with this goth stuff? If my kid was dressing like a serial killer or a high school shooter, I would say no. Where were the parents? The kid was putting out information in his diary, journals, and on social media about wanting to kill himself and kill other people. Where are the parents? The bottom line is the first line of defense when it comes to guns, when it comes to gun violence, when it comes to school shootings, when it comes to anything in life, the first line of defense is the family. And if parents have no idea what their kids are up to, no idea what their kids are thinking, yes, I know kids can be sneaky, all kids, all kids have a secret life away from their parents. There are things their parents don't know about their friendships, their dating relationships, how late they stay out at night. You know, they all think they're so original. I'm sure I thought I was original sneaking around. Not that I did a lot of that, but the point is, every kid, no matter how much you love your parents, has a bit of a secret life. They all do. But you're not entitled to that kind of privacy when you're living at home. And what's interesting to me is the cops were easily able to access this kid's journals. Why didn't the parents do it? You know, when you have kids, you need to turn their room over like an ATF agent every couple of months, maybe. If you think there's anything going on, you ought to check it out. And if you don't know how to turn a kid's room over, flip it over, you know, find a corrections officer in your hometown who could teach you how to toss a room. You need or at least quietly investigate what's going on with your kid. You need to understand it. But what's happening is more and more parents are allowing their kids to sit in their rooms for hours and hours and hours on end and play video games. This kid apparently was doing that too. Your kid should not have a computer in his room. I know that sounds crazy and I said that to somebody probably, oh my gosh, 10, 15 years ago, I remember talking to some parents and this woman was saying her kid plays a lot of games. And I said, why does he have a computer in his room? Well, they have to nowadays. No, they don't. No, they don't. And this kid, I guarantee you, wasn't playing violent video games in the living room, but the parents don't care because he's quiet and he's in his room and he's doing his own thing. You know, if he's quietly making bombs, they don't care. He's quiet. He's leaving them alone. This is the kind of thing. How do you make bombs when your parents don't know? If your parents are in your business, involved in your life, you come home from work or whatever, you're spending time with that kid. You're engaging them. You know who they are. It's not possible. Even if they're sneaking around and maybe doing more with their girlfriend than you should know about, that's one thing. But making bombs in the house... 
writing suicidal thoughts. You don't know that as a parent. And yet we've got the left screaming for more gun laws when the fact of the matter is the family, once again, is the first line of defense. And until parents start to be objective about their kid, there's no amount of gun laws that will fix any of this. You can't fix evil, we know that. You, you can't fix kids who can't handle rejection. I mean, maybe parents could be a little bit better at that. Maybe his dad should have sat him down and said, honey, not every girl you ask out is going to want to go out with you. And if that happens, you just have to move on to the next one. But at what point in this kid's life did it get so bad that the one girl he wanted to go out with didn't like him, so he decided to shoot her in the face? <laughs> at what point does it get that bad? I mean, I remember when I was a young kid having crushes on boys. I don't even remember their names now. Oh, I, they were so dreamy and they didn't look at me. Oh, my life wasn't over. I mean, please, come on. It's ridiculous. Some idiot boys, some 13, 14-year-old boy that you think is the end-all, be-all, you don't remember his name in five years. And that's how high school's supposed to be. You know, you get all wrapped up. Oh, he's so cute. Oh, is he going to look at me today? I'm all dressed up. I mean, come on. And for this boy to have such a lack of ability to handle life that he felt like he had to shoot her and shoot up his school just because she wouldn't go out with him tells you there was something seriously wrong for a long time. Now, I don't know if this kid was truly mentally ill. I don't know. You might argue, well, anybody who's going to shoot up a school is mentally ill. Not necessarily. Maybe he was just an angry kid who felt like he was entitled to the attention of this young lady. We don't know. And of course, the parents aren't talking. And I'm just warning other parents that you've got to pay attention to your kid and get those computers out of their room. Don't let them sit in there for hours. There is nothing they need to be doing on that computer for hours on end, absolutely nothing. And there are so many parents who might not let a bad guy come in the house. You know, they wouldn't let somebody they thought was a child molester come in their front door. Don't you understand the child molester doesn't have to come in the front door? The child molester or anybody who's out to hurt your child comes through the computer? The computer is now raising your kid because you don't want to interact with them. The computer does not teach them social skills. The computer does not teach them how to handle life. The computer does not teach them how to be nice to people or anything else. The computer teaches them nothing but a one-way street, whether they're watching porn, whether they're watching video games, all of this. This is what it all comes down to. And so everybody can rail and rant about gun laws all day long. Gun laws are not the problem. This kid could have come in with a knife, come in with a machete. The problem was this kid had no coping mechanisms and his lifestyle wasn't helping. And the parents who act like they didn't know anything, come on. Now, I'm not going to criticize the father for a second for having unlocked guns. My dad had unlocked guns. Unlocked guns aren't the problem. This kid is a problem. Once again, let's go back to how many kids in that school have been rejected by a girl over the course of the day, the week, the month, the year, and they just moved on with their life to the next cute 16-year-old girl. But not this kid. And the fact that she had to embarrass him publicly, well, yeah, because he kept bugging her. I've done that with people, not necessarily in a dating way, but I've had to embarrass people publicly when they wouldn't stop, whether it be... Uh, colleagues in the radio business or other people sometimes if i have to i will embarrass you publicly if you're going to be a jerk sometimes that's what's called for and this young lady obviously stood up for herself and it cost her her life because this punky kid had no ability to handle the slightest rejection so this day he goes and shoots up the school had he been an adult maybe he'd go up and shoot up the whole workplace because things weren't going his way where were the parents that's the bottom line. Forget the gun laws. We need parents first, then gun laws that are actually enforced. How about that? 
I'm Heidi Harris. Don't forget to join me weekdays 9 to 10 a.m. on 670 a.m. KMZQ in Las Vegas. Live weekdays 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. 670 a.m. KMZQ in Las Vegas. Don't forget to pick up my brand new book. It's called Don't Pat Me on the Head. Blowback, Setbacks, and Comebacks in Vegas Radio. Uh, Lord knows I've been through a lot of them in my 20 years of radio, so check it out. Don't pat me on the head. It's available on Amazon and Kindle, and I'll probably put the audio version up pretty quickly here. Join me for the Heidi Harris Show this morning at 9, 670 AM KMZQ. Sign up for my free newsletter at HeidiHarris.com. You can check out my podcast and all things associated with me, social media and all that at HeidiHarris.com. Until we meet again, remember, you were created for a purpose. Here's Tony Scottwell.